Put your hands together for old men in sweat. Old men in sweat. Put your hands together, y'all. Mary B and Tommy T. We're going to have a good time tonight. Let's go, let's go. It's old men in sweat. Hello, everybody. Old Men of Sweats. I'm Barry D. And over here is my buddy, Tommy T. And this is our program brought to you by the Believe Network. Obviously, we're going to talk NCAA March Madness, Sweet 16. First, we're going to talk about Thursday, which is tomorrow. What's that, the 22nd, T? Yeah, tomorrow is uh, the 23rd. The 23rd tomorrow. We're going to do Thursday, the 23rd. But I want to um, recap a little bit of our last week's games that we, we picked. But I also like I want to ask you something here because you're you're you seem like you got good energy, but also you just sent me a text message about some class and it was you were in some um and you were exerting and it was ninety nine degrees. Yeah, it, it was the room was cool today. It was the hot yoga class. It was only ninety nine. Only. Was, uh, it's usually one hundred four, <laughs> but today it was ninety nine. It was better. It was easier. You know? So, 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 what makes them decide how how high up they're going to go with the temperature? Well, I think that it's designed for 100 degrees and 40 percent humidity. I think that's the that's the way it's designed. Um, you know, but it varies depending on how full the room is. Sometimes, if the room's full, it goes up to 104. Today, I, n- I never went above 99 because I was right next to the thermostat. But the the humidity was 43 percent. I think it was. But I mean, it's crazy. Remember, we used to go to the saunas when we were on tour. We used to go to the saunas. And I couldn't stay in that sauna for like more than four minutes. Remember, I was just like, I got to get out of here. I love it. Even it used to love it. But even when we sat down just to relax, you know, like sitting there, ah, you know, I couldn't take it because it was too hot. It used to crush me. Now, well, I'm going to tell you. Now I, I, do I, the I, whole, I do the whole workout, our workout, and I don't even know how well, So what's it, a yoga? Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a vinyasa flow class. So wait a minute, though. Like, remember, that was invented in California. Remember, we used to go, you used to go religiously. I went a few times to that hot yoga place in Santa Monica. But that wasn't a hot class. That was a regular, that was, that class wasn't heated. You just came in the summer. Oh! It was 100 degrees up there. Plus, there were 100 people in that room. That was that crazy class at 1145 in the middle of the day. Crazy. When the the teacher used to come in and say, I'm convinced nobody works in L.A. Like the class was full. (laughs) But the the thing about saunas now, have you tried the new infrared saunas? No, I. What is that? I've even been in a because sauna. Because you may, you may be able to deal with those because the old school saunas that we used to go to, they heat your outside of your body and it and it's more difficult and it's harder to breathe. The infrareds, I've been in the infrareds and it heats your core, it heats your inside first. That's why you don't sweat like immediately. And then your body gets up temperature wise and then you get going. Supposedly it's better and everyone's using those now, the infrared. I'm sure I could do it now because I, I'm in these hot rooms with the yoga and, you know, I'm dying. I mean, you know, when you when you go in and roll out your mat, just get set up, you roll your mat out, you get your water bottle set up, you're already sweating, you're already soaking wet. Like the class is, it's doing yoga in a sauna, so I, I, I'll i give that a shot. Well, okay? well yeah, like what, what we'll do is we'll go to a place that's got um the sauna, the infrared sauna, the Cairo chamber thing, that cold thing. You know, maybe the cold dip. We'll do the whole routine and we'll see how you do. I have a feeling you're going to go in the infrared saunas now because of your yoga experience. And you're going to go, this is easy. This is like, like a a little bit of my class. All right. All right. So let's, let's I have a quick aside though. We we, we picked our, we picked our March Madness pool at the beginning of the, you know, at the beginning of the brackets. 
And we right now we're standing, we're 27th out of 500 brackets yeah. on the Believe Network, and that's pretty good. 27th is good, but that's not up to our standard because, you know, you and I, like we've dominated these things in the past, not every yeah. year, but we've yeah. had years. Remember the one year when, when I had uh, 15 out of 16, 16, 7 out of 8. So we've had good years. But the funny thing is we're 27th, and we picked Arizona, and they lost to Princeton opening night. But the, I just saw today that Zona, that guy, uh, Kresa, Kerr Kresa, their point guard, uh, he's, in, he's entering the portal <clears throat> because <laughs> he's entering the portal. He's going. He's transferring. And I'm sure Arizona's like, good, get out of here. No. He, he's terrible, that guy. He screwed us. That he didn't. The Kresa didn't make a shot. He hasn't made a shot in two years. <laughs> he remember, uh, remember when we used to play at that church – and um, Steve Vogt, Steve Vogt, we brought Steve Vogt once. Remember, it was a great pickup games at that church on Sundays in Glendale. And Steve Vogt said to you, he goes, tell Arino, you're old for Saturday. Well, that was that was outside in Sherman Oaks. He said, oh, okay. tell Arino, you're old for Saturday. I couldn't make a shot. <laughs> You could make a shot that day. <laughs> but so but anyway, no, you couldn't you couldn't make a no, shot. But that the believe network, the believe network. I'm not I, I'm not giving up yet. I'm not giving up yet because if well, Alabama we're right loses we're right there. Yeah, I mean who's gotta lose? Alabama, if Alabama loses, a lot of people got UCLA, Gonzaga, you know, there's Houston, but we kind of need Houston because I had Houston going to the final against Arizona. But I think our sleeper if we can get Kansas State sneak them through, yeah. that might that might that might help. But we're I can't believe we're I can't believe we're in twenty seventh. So we got a good shot now. We got that Kansas State is going back to Madison Square Garden. They're playing uh, this weekend in, in New York, and their point guard is going home. Their point guard, that little guy Noel, that guy Noel played an amazing game last week. Uh, to win that uh, that second round game, he made three pointers and. He was attacking the basket. He was going crazy. And he he you could tell he wanted to go home and play in front of his family and friends. Yep. Yeah, it was the most motivated kid in the tournament. So I love that kid. When, did he um there he is? Did he did he go to Boys and Girls High? No, I don't know where he went. Uh, he's from he Harlem. Went. He's from yeah. Harlem. Uh what high school did this kid go to? Marquise. I'm gonna look at you gonna look it up. I got it right now, yeah. Yeah, he went, he's from Harlem. He's a senior. He's only 5'8". Well, he, he, he went to St. Patrick's. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Powerhouses. Yeah, but, They're but all powerhouses. He left, he left New York. He's 5'8", 175. He left New York. He went to St. Anthony's in Jersey City, right? That's the same high school that uh, the Hurleys are from. Their father's a legendary yep. coach. And then, yep. he played at, then, he, then he played at Bishop Laughlin in Brooklyn. And then he played at the Patrick School in Hillside. So he's bounced around high school. He's bounced around college. His kids bounced all over the country. He played at uh, University of Arkansas, Little Rock, UALR. Who's the most famous guy from UALR? Come on, it's, you're wearing the you're wearing the jacket. Uh, the, most, the most famous guy from UALR is Derek Fisher. Oh, Derek Fisher, yes, yes. Derek Fisher, and you right. you modeled your game again uh, by well, the, with Derek Fisher. You're a Derek Fisher clone. I mean, since I'm 20 years older than him, I think he modeled his game after me. Uh, yeah, he because you you just yeah. like him. Remember, I used yeah. to call you Fish. You like yeah. you 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 got because you got the lefty yeah, and you back down left, guys. Yeah. You guys had the same yeah. body type. So the Kansas State but um, Fisher Fisher was never O for Saturday. No, <laughs> no, no way, no way. So um, one thing, let's 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 recap. I want to make sure everyone understands. We're going to do our bookie down 
uh, uh, bookie beatdown bets later. We're gonna do you know thir- uh, Thursday's games. Then we're gonna you know then we'll have another show for Friday's games. But we want to let everybody know that you know we're pretty good at this because we just talked about the pool, the you know the NCA pool we're doing, and 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 as far as last week, you know we were almost four and zero um, in the in the in last week's games. We had um we had Connecticut, right? We had um Gonzaga was the only one we lost at the buzzer was Gonzaga. Yeah, TCU made that garbage basket, which is why which is why if you're going to bet these games, if you're going to bet NBA and college basketball games, you can't mess around with point spreads because there's more garbage buckets. When they put in, you know, when the, when the game's over and they empty the benches and they put in all the walk-ons, they put all the white kids that never played the whole year. And, yeah, and they're then, terrible. And then, then they're saying, chuck it, chuck it, shoot it. Like the team's down by 11. Guys just shooting three pointers. A guy made from TCU made a three pointer at the buzzer. Yeah, and 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 he let, they let the ball roll in. They wanted to make that three pointer so bad that they ran, the ball came in, and 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 obviously Gonzaga just let the ball roll. The guy got it like beyond mid court, and then he just bombed. It was only zero point seven, like point seven left. So that was the only one that if they didn't make that three, we would have won that because otherwise we won UConn. And we won Kansas State, um, and we won. Uh, I, I convinced you to take um, Xavier, and and yeah. we. Oh, oh wait a minute, we didn't have Kansas State. We had um, FAU. Uh, Fairleigh Dickinson plus the points. Yeah, but they covered. They covered. Yeah, they covered. Yeah, I so like Fairleigh Fairley, Dickinson. Yeah, yeah, we had Fairleigh Dickinson plus the points. We we had Xavier, and 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 we had Gonzaga was the loss in Connecticut. We were three and one. We should have been four and all. Yeah, I mean, but, I mean yeah. come on. So so you know people. You know we're we're pretty good at this. We're not we're not like has-beens. We might be old, yeah, but we're not. We're also not experts. Like you know, don't take no. our you know. Yeah, don't, don't bet the house. Don't, don't bet the new Tesla on us. Like the, you know, we're not. Uh, <laughs> come on, listen. You, you always give. You, you always give that disclaimer. I like your name there. You got Rick Pitino, head coach. Head like, coach because he's the new coach of St. John's. And I just saw this quote. Like Pitino, that Pitino's been around, right? He, oh yeah. Yeah, he got he got canned at, at Louisville because he got mixed up in all of the uh, he got mixed up in the that that scandal with the Adidas and all that stuff, you know, whatever. But so then he had to go to Greece. He coached in Greece for a year, yep. and he said that um, it was very difficult for him to coach there because the whole stadium is smoking. They're all smoking. Oh, it's got to be impossible. And he said he couldn't breathe there. He said it was the most uh, it was the most uh, unique environment he's ever seen a basketball game. You know, you got eighteen thousand people smoking. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I don't even. How can that even be? He must have been. He must have aged. Like, well, well like, the thing is, though. But the one thing is, he got the job at St. John's. I saw his inter, I saw his press conference. You know, he's a little too cocky still at seventy years old. He says uh, he's he, Italian. He's he a, one of those cocky that, Italians. He says, "I earned it. I earned it, man. You earned like you earned it. You've been fired like from a hundred jobs. Like, come on, I earned yeah. it. Like you're bouncing around." He's like a gypsy bouncing all over the place. He went to Iona the last three years. He does a good job at Iona. And then he's saying at St. John's, he's saying, well, not all the players are going to stay here. He says, because to be honest with you, I'm difficult to play for. And so he's basically telling in the press conference, he's saying that he's going to kick a bunch of guys off the team. Oh, yeah. He's going, he's going directly to the transfer portal. Well, two Iona guys already entered the transfer portal. 
Oh yeah. Well, if he wants them, he's going to get them. Yeah, he's going to get them. Yeah. You know, he's he's like a transfer portal guy, Patino. He is. A, he, he gets he in that transfer, transfer portal, portal. Yeah. and he moves around just for coaching. Like, but you know what? You know, you 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 said he's like cocky. You know, he's he's conceited. He's guy. He's an Italian. That guy's ah. like, like every other Italian. Even no. Raleigh Massimino, that little fidget, was 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 conceited and cocky. That little yeah, guy didn't. I know. You know he bounced around too at the end. Raleigh ended up coaching a Division three school or something at the end. He, you know, th- those guys. I mean, I get it. Those guys have to coach. They coach right until the day they die. And except, I think they. And I think they Seth just, Greenberg. You don't like Seth Greenberg, right? What do you mean I don't like Seth Greenberg? He, he was like a coach. Him. He bounced all over the place, and now he's a TV guy. And you're like, who's yeah. this guy? Yeah, but right? he was a pretty good. He was a pretty good coach, wasn't he? No, he was never a good coach. He, he coached. He got um, Long Beach into the. It's yeah, madness in the '90s, and then we never saw him again. He went to Colorado. He went to Virginia Tech. He went to uh, USF, South Florida, the Bulls. He, but he went yeah. all over the place. He he, oh. he used the transfer portal too. He's a smart he's, guy. He's the one that turned down Steph Curry. He was coaching at Virginia Tech, and Steph yep. Curry's father called him and said, "Hey, listen, I played here. You know, Del Curry. Yeah, Del Curry, famous." Son, he said, my son wants to come to Virginia Tech. And Seth Greenberg said, no, we're good at guard. We got enough, we got enough guards. And, and Dell said, no, you don't understand. He's one of the best shooters. And Seth Greenberg said again, he said, no, we're, we're stocked up at guard. He turned down Steph Curry. Like, that's how good of a coach he is. And it, but Seth Greenberg, he's, he's doing a show on the Believe Network with, with cats. With cats. We got to get him on this show. We got to interview him and ask we're, him. If we're not going to have a cat. show. We're not going to have a show for long if you keep talking talking smack about Seth Greenberg and cats. You well, haven't said anything bad about cats yet. Yeah. Let's get let's get Seth on this show and ask him if that's true. If he if he truly turned down Steph Curry in college. So Del Curry, Del Curry's told that story. Well, Dell went to Virginia Tech back in the yeah. 80s. So, yeah, and then so, called him so, up. So where did Steph end up playing college ball? Davidson. Yes, yeah. Davidson. Very good. And he and he what did he do? He took him to, to the Elite Eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we never yeah. heard of Davidson before. No, no, you never know, before you that. You and I never. thought Davidson was Chevrolet in Rome. Isn't yeah, Davidson Chevrolet. Yeah, where we grew up, the Davidson yeah. family owned a Chevrolet dealership. That's yeah. what we thought Davidson was. It ended up being a college. I never knew it was a college until like 2000 when Steph showed it, up. Right? Is it the is it the Flyers? No, that's Dayton. That's Dayton. What's Davidson's yeah. nickname? What's the nickname? I have no idea. I know it. I know I they wear red up. uniforms. So what do you got? Okay, so. So Seth Greenberg, you know, if you do watch this or anyone let's to believe that one. Let's get him on the show. And yeah, let's get him on the Steph. show. And he could talk about that. He could talk about how he transferred around in the portal to all those coaching jobs. But I don't see anything wrong with that. And yeah, I give the guy credit for, for getting all those jobs. I mean, one year I had 13 jobs in L.A., you know, but they were coaching jobs. They were like, you know, waiting on tables, cleaning toilets. You know, this guy had a lot of coaching jobs, at least. Now, wait a minute. I'm going to look up the Davidson thing, but what do you got to say about Cats? You know, his partner, their Cats. Very these kissing Seth Greenberg's ass. I, I get it. I get <laughs> what about Cats? What, you got, what do you got to say about Cats? Who is that? Is that Andy Cats? What's his Andy name? Cats. Yeah, Andy Cats. Uh, he's been around forever. He's and I like Andy Cats. He went to, I think he went to Wisconsin. Right? Yeah, he's a badger. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, he went to Wisconsin. Yeah, I like Andy Cat. Whatever. Like I, those guys are good, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if you turn down Steph Curry, if that's true, then you can't be an analyst on ESPN. I'm sorry, you can't be an expert analyst. 
Because that means that you have no idea about talent. How do you turn that guy down? You're going you're to sit there and tell me, you're going to watch the game, and you're going to tell me what kind of defense FAU's running or what kind of like what kind of offense, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what kind of offense Princeton's running? You don't even watch Steph Curry. They're the they're the Wildcats. Yeah, of course. Everybody's yeah. a wild. You know, they could be Steph. Yeah, uh Terry Holland. Terry Holland went there. Yeah, Terry Holland. But he he coached at Virginia. Yeah, you know Fred Hetzel? Do you know a guy named Fred Hetzel? No, I don't know. No, he went Woodrow Wilson went there. I mean, come on. You know, I mean, you know, and Steph Curry's the the number one dog though. There, I'm really curious if that story is true. You know, like like um, you know, maybe Katz will will debunk it, and he'll say his reporting is that that's not true. That Del Curry never yeah. approached his buddy Greenberg about Steph Curry coming to to you know to play for him. But you know, we'll see. Oh, no, we'll get we get Seth on. We ask Seth himself. Straight yeah, up, his name is Seth. His name is Seth, right? Seth yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get him on there. We'll get him on there. If we last that long, when Fairleigh Dickinson uh, beat Purdue, no, when they won the, the, they were in the first four, so they had to play the original play-in game to get the Purdue. And when they yeah. won the play-in game, they had the Fairleigh Dickinson coach in the locker room, and he said, "Listen, he said, I've watched Purdue. I'm not that impressed with them. We're going to beat <laughs> Purdue next, right?" And then after he tells his team that. He tells them all, he says, okay, look at be humble. Be humble, enjoy this win. And so then uh, Seth Greenberg was talking about it, and he said, he goes, he goes, I love that coach. He tells everyone that he's not impressed with Purdue, and then he tells his team to be humble. Like he's the <laughs> But then they end up being Purdue. Like, how do they beat Purdue? They have seven four. Yeah, no, no, well, yeah, that guy. Like, yeah, but so so anyway, let's um right, let's I wanna know what I want to ask what you to do one thing. Can you put out like an actual invite to to Seth Greenberg and Katz? They gotta come on together. They're a team now. It's like me and you, it's like uh, Mutton Jeff, Beavis and Butthead. I don't want cats. I just want, you don't want cats. Get, 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 get cats out of here. All right, so so put up can you put an invite out there, like a a polite yeah, yeah, we'll invite, please? There. No, we'll, we'll say it. You gotta say, yeah. Mr. Greenberg. Oh, I was gonna tweet it. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, and call him Mr. Greenberg. Call him Mr. Greenberg. Don't call him. I think it's too late for that now. No, and it's just I, bad. Just say Mr. Greenberg and 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 tag Believe Sports and Believe Network. Say, you know, um, the opinions on our show are not of the Believe Network. The opinions on our show are ours. But with that being said, we would love to have you on, on the show. We want to talk about, you know, your coaching career. And obviously we want to talk if Del Curry really, you know, asked you to take his son. And you said no. Yeah. <laughs> and I, want, I want to know who the guards, who are the guards that you had on the team? that you? Did. That's a good question. Yeah, like who the heck did you have that you want to think? Well, just out of just, you know, if it was me, I'm not a coach. Like, I'm not an expert coach, obviously. But if Del Curry came to me and said, I got this son, like, I'm thinking, okay, the DNA, right? The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And I'm thinking, if Del Curry is coming to me yeah. and saying, I got this, my son, and would you take a look at him? I mean, of course I would. It's like, take Pistol Pete. It's like a Pistol Pete's son played hoop and Pistol Pete called you or, yeah. or any of the other great, like, you know, shooters like Bernard King. Bernard King or, you know, anyone that's, like, unbelievable, I would just be like, yeah. Like, I don't even care if I had three, four, five extra guards. I would just – I would well, take a look. If it's a true, look-see. 
But if it's true, I, I, I can, you know, you know, I can give Seth Greenberg a break by uh -huh. just the appearance of Steph. When Steph was 18, 19 years old, coming out of high school, he looked yeah. like he was 12. Yeah, that's true. You know, so he I mean, did, maybe, yeah. you know, just maybe the, you know, maybe his, his physical, his lack of, you know, physicality. I mean, he was so undersized and yeah. he was, he just looked so young that maybe, maybe he didn't think that he could hack it in the ACC. You know, yeah, no. he did. He he looked like one of those young kids in the '90s and the late '90s in those juice box commercials, the skateboarding ju juice box. He looked like a little frail, like 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 skater yeah. dude yeah. kind of thing. But all right, know. so I don't know what that juice box is, but okay. Yeah, like a ju the, the juice boxes right. commercial. You know, in the '90s they had those. He, he could have been on one of those commercials. All right, so so we'll put you'll tweet out an invite to Mr. Greenberg minus Mr. Katz. Right, we no, don't, I don't, we don't care. care. Like either way, it doesn't make it. They can both come or one. You know, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, because we way. can't even. I mean, we need a guest. I can't even get. You know, we can't even get family to come on the show. Uh, you know, we I got. Can, we get Frankie D. No problem. Yeah, but uh, Frankie D. What's he gonna do? He'll just he'll he'll like shadow box the whole time on the on the show. You know, like what's he gonna talk? He's got some good stories about fighting in the street. Like that would be good if it was an MMA show. But anyway, let's okay. Now let's get the bookie beat down. We're gonna do Thursday's game, NCAA Sweet 16. We're gonna pick every game. There's four games on Thursday. We're gonna start with the Michigan State, Kansas State game, give a little analysis on it, and then let's just make a pick here. I already know who I'm taking, but I want to yeah. know what you think. It's, it, these games are not easy to pick. I looked no, at them. I'm, I'm taking. I'm taking Michigan State. I, I mean, no, I'm not. I'm taking Can. I'm taking K State. I'm yeah, K State, right? And um, I don't. I, I can't stand watching Michigan State's games. I hate watching their games because Izzo is always on the sidelines, yeah, frowning, always pissed off at his players. Yeah, he's always calling, he calls way too many timeouts. Like he yeah. overcoaches. He's like, yeah. he's like Digger Phelps back in the '80s when Digger Phelps blew that. Uh, he blew that NCAA tournament game against BYU when he called timeout every 30 seconds. These guys, they overcoach. Michigan State is awful to watch on TV because Izzo calls a timeout like every 30 seconds, and, and he's, he's just a sourpuss. I always pull against Michigan State. I hate Michigan State. So I want K State to win. Okay, so and, wait a minute. Let me let me let me let's talk about that. I, I even though I, I'm pulling for K State because we have K State in the Believe Network um pool, I still think they're a, anyway they're a better team. I Michigan State's minus one and a half. So uh, we'll we're just gonna take the one and a half. It's a gift, and and I think it's gonna be a very tight game. But I think the difference again is that little guard. Like a little guy, that little guy, he's I think he's the difference for K-State. Gonna be playing at the garden, right? He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna get bothered by everybody for tickets. But that guy, that team, it's it's like they play really hard, those guys, and they're coached, they love each other. It's like amazing. Yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be an under game. It's gonna be like oh, 52 yeah. to 50. They're gonna beat the hell out of each other. If the referees actually let them play a little and don't call too many fouls, yeah. these are both of these teams are are gonna just kill each other. Kansas State played crazy defense that last game that we yeah. them, you know, so they're gonna yeah. So well, do you think be the better game. do you think the better bet is the under 137 and a half? Oh, for sure. That's all that's always for sure. That's the bet. All right, so That's what we're going to so what we're going to do is we're going to take the under 137 and a half 
keep the half a point there because if it lands on 137, you're in. And that's really the better bet. But we're still going to take K-State. I mean, they're 23 and 11, Tommy, 23 and 11 against the spread. The Spartans are 17 uh, and 16 against the spread. So Kansas State is better against the spread. I think their offense is better. I just think they're playing, they're gelling right now. Kansas State comes out of the the toughest conference, what they say maybe in in college basketball history. The Big 12. The Big 12 was ridiculous this year. It was the toughest conference in the country, and the Big 10 wasn't tough. I mean, Purdue was yeah. like the best team in the Big 10, and they weren't they any stink. good. They, yeah, they were awful. So, They're terrible. Yeah, so Let I, me... I, like, I like K-State in this matchup. All right, so we're going to wait. So we're going to take K-State, we're going to take the under – um, and case, and I think the under is even a better bet. Now, let me ask you one more question before we move to the next game. Who's a better Italian coach, Rick Pitino or Izzo? Oh, um, well, they're both great, but I, I, Pitino is better on the eyes. His style of play is is, mm. is nicer to watch. He's kind of like know? a Pat Riley wannabe with his style. Pitino, yeah, no, I mean, but the way he coaches, he coaches a full court press. Yeah, he's Coach tough. Is a up and down, up and down like style. I, you know, I mean, uh, I I never, I never liked Izzo. I never liked that. Uh, Izzo's always had big teams, and they beat the hell out of you. I mean, Izzo's like Jim Beheim. Izzo's coached forever. He's got one championship, right? Just one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's yep. the same as Bay- Beheim coached for 150 years. He got one championship. <laughs> You're funny, I mean, you know. Good. You, you, you sounded wait. You, you did the you did the Italian thing. You go. I never liked that guy. I never liked him. I never liked him. I never. I never liked him. Get out of here. He's, he's I never liked that, that guy. And, All right. You know, next game. Next game. Arkansas UConn. Thursday at seven fifteen on CBS. Connecticut okay, UConn this, is minus four. This is an interesting game. This is hard to pick. This is a hard game because uh, ah. Arkansas. I, I like Arkansas. They're a good. They're really a good team. They got that coach Eric Musselman, who's a nut. He takes off his shirt. Yeah, he's right? crazy. He's a nut, and, and he's it. got that. Uh, he's got that beautiful black wife, right? Yeah. You know, like he's yeah. this guy. This guy's crazy. His father was Bill Musselman, who for years was a legendary coach, but he only coached in the NBA for short periods of time because he was crazy. His father was crazy. When did he coach in the seventies? He coached the eighties. He bounced around Cleveland, Minnesota. Uh He was a college guy too, but, um, but Eric, Eric coached Nevada, Reno. He coached up in Nevada and he, and he was started taking his shirt off up in Nevada. And then he wins that game, takes off his shirt, runs around shirtless. You know, he's in good shape for like a 55 year old guy. You know, he's Mm -hmm. not, not, he's not in muscle, but he's in good shape. And mm-hmm. so, so he's a, he, and he's a great coach. Like Charles Barkley praised the hell out of him for the coaching job he did in that game that they won to to make it to the Sweet Sixteen. I don't know who they beat. I I'll check it out. I don't know who I forget. I, you know, some yeah. these, these games they, they cross over. Like it's hard to keep track of who. No, I know it's a, it's a lot of action. Know? Hang on, where are they? Arkansas. Yeah, let me see who they beat. I got yeah. it, Kansas. They beat Kansas by a yeah. point. Okay, okay, yeah, so yeah, Kansas, that's a big upset. So Kansas. <clears throat> but but Barkley was just just so impressed with the coaching that he did in that game. Like he changed he changed something up in that game mm-hmm. that I didn't actually see. But Barkley had some great great analysis after the game. So I love that Muscleman and the UConn coach is Danny Hurley. Yeah, who uh, you know he's Bobby Hurley's brother. I think their younger yeah. brother, Bobby yeah. Hurley. And yeah. um, and and the, uh, Hurley's father is the legendary coach. Yeah. Bob Hurley from St. Yep. Anthony's, right? Yep. In Jersey City. Yep. And this guy, he's crazy too. Like Danny Hurley's crazy on the sidelines. Nuts. Like he doesn't think I'm a shirt, but he's nuts. 
UConn's super talented, right? I mean, UConn's yeah. always super talented. So this game is going to go down. This game is going to be a buzzer beater, right down to the wire. Right. Uh, last so, 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 you know. So this is the thing. I think the def- defense on Connecticut at the end. You know, as the game progresses on and people get tired, I think the rebounding and I think the defense of Connecticut at the end is going to be the difference. It's still going to be a buzzer beater, but I think that's where Connecticut can take them. I, I just have a feeling that that Connecticut is going to happen. But uh, right, right now, Arkansas is getting the four points. I mean, that's a lot of points to get. No, I know game, it's right? um, it's tricky. It's a tricky. It's almost like I don't want to even take it because I think it's really tricky. Like you said, you know, if it's it could be it could be five points and then they they make a bucket. It could be yeah. it could be ten. They make a run. Connecticut still wins. This is this is hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, the if you got if you got money to bet on this game, I would not take Arkansas plus the points either because Connecticut could cover four. I would take and I wouldn't touch the over under because it's it's kind of weird. It's kind of it's higher than the um, Kansas State. Uh, Michigan State game, it's 140. I know I know these guys can sto- score better too, but I think defensive-wise, especially Connecticut, is really good. I would – um, you know, I know sometimes people don't like to talk about this, but I if I had to take the game, I would take Connecticut at the money line. It's minus 195. I know that's crazy. That's probably why I wouldn't take it. It's minus 195 to take 100, to yeah. win 100. But I, I almost think – I almost think we should pass. I think we should pass on this. I was going to say that. Don't touch this game. No, this is not. Yeah, don't go near this game. And, yeah, forget this game. And I'm going to and I'm going to say something because we've done this before. To all you guys out there, you older guys, you younger guys that are going to be going to the casino or on the betting apps. You know, the first game's at six thirty tomorrow, and then you're going to sit there and watch that game. And as that game goes, you're going to probably try to chase your money on the seven fifteen game. Don't do it. Just, just, just. Take that first game, take the under, right? Kansas State, Michigan State. Take maybe Kansas State plus the point F, and then just let that game play. Don't get nervous and then try to chase money and take a, a bet in that UConn, Eric, Arkansas. Don't do it. This game's going to be going simultaneously to that other game. Well, 637-15. Yeah, well, so this, this game starts at 415. The K State game starts at three thirty. They're they're when the one game started forty five minutes ahead of the other. They're playing forty five. One, yeah, one's in New York and one's in Vegas. So you yeah. so so yeah, they won't so, really be chasing. They won't really be chasing. No, but people it's get be the same. Yeah, the game basically tips off at almost yeah. the same time. So so don't take it. Just 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 let it be. Yeah. Right. Just let it be. Okay. <laughs> next game. Because next game, the FAU Tennessee game, you're going to take the under in this game. Yeah. So that game's at nine under. o'clock. That game's yeah. six o'clock on Western nine o'clock. So you wait. You take that game, now you take the FAU-Tennessee game, and you're right, the bet in that game, interesting. It's minus five and a half Tennessee. I wouldn't take Tennessee minus five, even five, betting it down, uh, get get rid of the uh, hook. And I want to take FAU plus five and a half. You're right. I take the under. It's really going to be hard. It's 130 and a half. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if it goes up to 131, at some places you can get it at 131. All right. So – you know, you're talking like, you know, 66 to 65, you know, like, I mean, that, that's that's the game. The game's going to be in the low 60s at the most. But Tennessee is the number one defensive team in the country. Yeah. Right. They're, yep. they're by far the number one team in the country. I mean, they killed Duke in the second half. Yeah. They killed the hottest team in the country. Duke, Duke won nine in a row. Mm-hmm. They won 18 out of 19. And you watch that Duke game and you're like, how the hell did that team win 18 out of 19? They were awful. 
Yeah. They were terrible. Well, just well, that, league, about- that, that league's that league wasn't great this year, was it? No, and just like I told you about college basketball, when you Please. watch these games, even the Kansas State game, they were like one out of sixteen from three point range That's ridiculous. at one point in the game. Duke, like when I'm watching a Duke game, the, the announcer said at the beginning of the game, Well, Duke's not a very good three point shooting team. Well, they want 18 out of 19. They're not a good what are you talking about? Like they they stunk. They couldn't make a shot. Are you not are you not nervous though in this in this FAU Tennessee game with their offenses? You know, FAU scores 79 points a game. I mean, these guys can get up and down the court. But Tennessee, I know what you mean. They're locked down D. They play D. Tennessee beat the hottest team in the country, Duke. Now they play the the next hottest team in the country. This team's only got three losses. This team is crazy good, FAU. But and they beat and they beat Duke. Duke only got 52 points off them. Yeah, in the second half, they got nothing. FAU FAU played two games this year against the SEC. I think Ole Miss beat them, Uh but I think FAU beat Florida. Where is it? Oh, they did beat Florida, huh? I think FAU beat Florida. Yeah, they beat Florida 76 to 74 way back in November. All right. Right? And then they played Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss beat them during the year, sometime during the year. When did Ole Miss – yeah, Ole Miss beat them 80-67. to 67. So they played the SEC in back-to-back games way back in November. They're 1-1 huh. against the SEC. They scored 67 off of Mississippi and 76 off Florida. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, they scored a little bit lower than their season average against those two. Yeah, yeah. You know, they averaged, they averaged about 71.5 points a game against the SEC. So that's, so- you know. But but still, you're saying okay. So because I don't like the spread on this game either, you know, like the UConn game. So, and I we don't like anything on the UConn. I, I'll t- I'll take the under with you because I think also people forget it's a Sweet Sixteen. It get the 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 pressure becomes more and more as you go on in the tournament. You know, not everybody's going to shoot lights out every game. You know, there's going to be. I think you start. You know, you start getting more nervous. You start getting more tense. They may F- FAU may get stopped, and I want to ask you something. How do you see this guy's name? This one guy on Tennessee, he's like an enforcer. Um, he's like the enforcer in hockey. Yeah, that, that uh, big, I, white guy Pavlik or something. I, I, oh. Nakahoma, Naka, isn't it this guy Olive Olivier Nakahoma? Isn't that the guy with the mustache? Isn't he the guy who goes at like he's like an enforcer? Like he uh, he, he, he roughs up guys. The, are you talking about the big white guy? Yeah, he roughs up guys. I think it's this guy who's their top rebound guy, Olivier Nakahua. Is that him? Isn't that him? Or is it the other white guy oh, from that, Serbia? That's a, that's a Kamwa. Yeah. No, the other guy is um, Serbian. The guy I'm thinking about is that the guy from Serbia. Yeah. He, yeah. What's his name? He's a guy. He just beats up people. Plat Pavlik. Yeah, that's Pavlik. the guy. That's. Did you watch him the last game? That oh, guy's scary. Dude. He got two fouls in the first thirty seconds. He had to go right to the bench. He, he's he like just, playing. He's like playing a guy at the YMCA in the city. Yeah, like it just like roughs you up and elbows you and stuff. The guys, but the guy, it works. The guy scares guys. I watched the game. He scares guys away. The guy's like, like he's an enforcer. It's funny. He's like the hockey, the hockey enforcer that follows the best scorer around, make sure he doesn't get he doesn't get taken out. All right, so let's just say we're gonna take. Let's just push it down here. Tennessee and FAU under. Yeah, I like that game under. That's All right, we'll I, take I like that under. under All right, last game. The hardest game for me to pick of the day, uh, tomorrow's game, is uh, the late game in Vegas, UCLA and Gonzaga. 
First of all, that's a dream matchup for Vegas. This is the oh. first time Vegas has hosted a regional final. And they get, they get UCLA and Gonzaga. They're the two most popular teams on the West Coast. Yeah. Dream matchup. The last yeah. time they played, Gonzaga beat UCLA a few years ago on a half-court shot at the buzzer, right? And then yep. the time before that they played when um, – when uh, L, uh when they, when L, UCLA was down by like nine points with like a minute to go and they stole the game and Adam Morrison cried. Remember Adam, Adam Morrison? Yeah, he cried. You know, he stunk. Like, I'm so yeah. that guy. You know, he yeah. cried. He did. He cried. Cried in the court. It's okay though. I mean, he took, he took a beating for crying. He cried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you know what's weird? You said this is the hardest game to pick for you. This is like to me the easiest game. I love UCLA. And I can't stand watching that Drew Timmy. I can't stand him, but he's good. He's good. He's a good college player. He's going to suck in the NBA, but he's a good college player. He's got those skinny legs, that guy, too. I don't understand all these guys nowadays. All these guys nowadays got skinny, skinny, like chicken legs. Like, I, there's no calves. There's, there's, no, there's no quads, no hamstrings. They got nothing. It's weird. It's like Manny, Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao's got bigger calves than these guys. It's like... They, they, um, it's just odd. Like they got little legs. There's no muscle. The Timmy guys. This is a tough game because, because Timmy's, Timmy's excellent. Timmy's not only a great low post scorer, he's a great low post scorer and and UCLA, you know, they got young, they got young centers and then they're not big besides a couple centers. They're not big. I mean, their next big guy is Hami Hakez Jr. And Hakez Jr. can't stop Timmy. They're not going to put him on him. They're they're not going to put him on him, right? Yeah, so Timmy really controls the action on the offensive Mm. end. Really does. And then UCLA's missing Jalen Clark. He tore his Achilles tendon a few weeks ago. He's their best defender. So UCLA's a man down, and they're not deep to begin with. And then the last thing is UCLA's not a good shooting team. They don't – they're one of those college teams that can't make a bucket. Like, they can't make anything. Yeah, because Zaga scores 87 points a clip. Yeah, I mean, that's that's nobody. Like, if UCLA played in Gonzaga's conference, they would have. They'd get eighty. I mean, they Gonzaga, would score eighty-five-ish. Yeah, Gonzaga's toughest opponent is St. Mary's, and they're awful. Like I, I watched them; they're terrible, right? They yeah, they beat of, them. They, they beat they them back of, in March. They beat them back in March by twenty-six. St. Mary's got a bunch of guys that came back from a mission. They're all thirty-two years old, and they and they and they stink. They're they're thirty-two-year-old college players. I never heard of that before. <laughs> It's like BYU. It's like BYU. So wait a minute. So, so what you just said, though, you what you just said, you should lean towards UCLA because the competition that UCLA plays, if they had the their their guy that's out, forget it. It would be over. But I think the key is going to be a weird thing here because, like you said, Jaime's not going to cover Timmy. I don't know who's going to cover Timmy. I don't know what kind well, they're of they're their two centers. They got that Bona Adam Bona, who's good, but he's very raw. And then they got the other guy, uh, Nawuba, or uh, and then they got Etn. They got like a bunch of they got these guys that aren't they're not really skilled offensively. So yeah. UCLA is going to have to trade out a bunch of fouls. Sure, yeah, you know they're going to you know they're going to be they're going to be hacking Timmy because Timmy's got all those low post moves. Timmy's like a small Kevin McHale. Oh, that's you know, a good. Like, you know, yeah, that's a really he's good. Got all those yeah, and McHale was like seven feet with like that's those a good shoes. analogy of yeah, it. But Timmy's like he's like McHale. Pump fake, up and unders, you know, turnaround jumpers. He's a good player, you know, but he's not going to be Kevin McHale in the So let me ask you this. Will UCLA try to get – obviously, they're going to try to get him in foul trouble. Like, who's he going to guard, Timmy? He's going to get to guard the UCLA center that they're not – they got no Mm -hmm. offense. 
So, mm. the, so the only way Timmy gets in foul trouble is Pick if UCLA attacks the basket and he yep. he gets fouls on help. Yeah, know? why don't they try? Why don't they try a pick and roll with? Uh... Well, they're with gonna run, uh, they're gonna run Jaime. pick and roll. They're gonna run pick and roll with Jaime and Tiger Campbell. Tiger yeah, and Campbell get yeah, and, and get Timmy yeah. to come out because if Timmy is, goes I, down, if Kimmy Timmy gets in trouble, foul trouble, it's over. But it's they over. still. But the other thing is Gonzaga has the two forwards. They have Strother and they yeah. have another forward. They're like six eight, and they're really active and good. So Gonzaga's Gonzaga's talented. Gonzaga doesn't play in the big conference. Yeah. But they they can always step up and play a big game in the tournament. They can't play multiple big games. Like when once right, they so, get, once they got the Baylor a couple of years ago, they were just annihilated. Yeah, you know because they didn't have the athletic ability. They can hang with UCLA. So is the is the pick in this game the over? Um, no, because UCLA can't shoot. It's not going to be the over. What's the over under in this game? One forty five and a half. That's high. That not, is that the highest one. Over. No, that game's not going over. No way. The other thing is UCLA is like Tennessee. They're a great defensive team. This game is under. UCLA I'm going to take gonna UCLA. Score. I'm taking UCLA. It's minus I, one and a half. If I had to lean, I would take UCLA too. If I had to lean one way. Yeah, so what I would do, it's minus one and a half or money line is minus 120. Yeah. I would just take the money line minus 120 to win 100. I, 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 think I, might parlay, I might parlay this UCLA and the under. I might take UCLA and the under in this one. This I might I might do a, this one. I might parlay a game here. Hmm. You know, bite a half a point off the. I bite a yep. half a point, right? Yeah, yeah. So they wins one. They win sixty-two to sixty-one. That someone missed a last-second shot, something like that. You know, yep. Th- that's what I might do at this game. All right. So let's let's recap. Let's recap. I mean, let's 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 recap. The our first take is the <laughs> is we're going to take Kansas State, Michigan State, the first game, six thirty, Thursday. Which is tomorrow, and we're gonna take the un- we're gonna take the under one thirty seven and a half. Yeah, and we're gonna take Kansas State plus the one and a half, but we like the under better. But we're gonna we're gonna take K State too. The next game after that, seven fifteen. We're not touching, we're not touching yeah. Arkansas, UConn. God bless you if you can figure that out. Yeah, figure and out. I, I think a lot of people are gonna take Arkansas plus the points because they just beat Kansas. So you know the public money, the public right, the public is going like. Arkansas, yeah. Arkansas, they beat Kansas, they beat Kansas. You know, that's what people do, and they're going to bet them. I guarantee there's going to be a lot of money on Arkansas plus the points, and I wouldn't do that because UConn, you never know, man. They, they're, they're UConn, they've got experience, like up the yin-yang, and yeah, they, don't mess, they don't mess around, but we're not going to take that game. The next game, FAU Tennessee, 9 o'clock on TBS, we're going to take the under in yep. that game. And the under is 130 and a half. We're not touching anything on the spread there, too. So our two picks so far really are 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 really plus picks are the Kansas State, Michigan State under FAU Tennessee under. And and then we're gonna go for UCLA. We're gonna take it. UCLA UCLA over Gonzaga Thursday tomorrow night. That's the late game. Starts at 6:45 here in Vegas. Gonna be a great game. I mean, and you just wait a minute. Guess what happened? Did you just make a bet? Because the line was one and a half minus UCLA minus one and a half. Now it's minus two. One of the two, yeah, because the money's going on UCLA. See? So, yeah. so, yeah, so now the money line went up from 120 to 130, but yeah, I'll still take crazy. I'll still take the minus 130 UCLA. I'm not going to give up two well, points. Maybe, maybe some of our listeners put the bet in immediately after they, listening they, to our they, pick five minutes. They ago. must have. And then you're going to parlay. Tommy T is going to do a special Tommy T parlay. Two, 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 two time, two time, two time. He's going to go UCLA. Are you going to go minus the 130 or minus two points? And then I'm the gonna, total. 
I'm gonna no, I'm gonna go minus two and I'm gonna take the under. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the original bet. Yeah, Are the under UCLA and the under. Under is 145 and a half. Okay, so that's Thursday, the 23rd tomorrow. Um, so you got Madison Square Garden, you got T-Mobile Arena in Vegas. These are great games. You know, like I think it's really interesting. I want to say one last thing that I think I was listening on the other shows and just people talking, and maybe it's true. Do you think it's it's it, the games now are better and more equal because of people staying longer in school because maybe the you know transfer portal or the NIL and stuff like and, and you know it's it's like these big these big how big shot teams they're still good but it just seems like there's a little more like parity is that true based on like a, well, the transfer portal or well, the biggest, NIL the biggest reason there's parity uh, I, I think the biggest reason is because all of the true talent is in all the true talent is in the NBA like no one stays in college anymore. If you're if mm-hmm. you're a great player, you're gonna play one year of college or you're gonna skip college. So Duke, Duke doesn't have great players anymore. Kentucky doesn't even have the great players. If they get a great player, I mean you know Syracuse, Syracuse can't get back into the top, you know, no. you know the upper echelon because they can't keep a great player. They get a good no. player who stays one year. No mm-hmm. one stays. If you're one of those top players that has that has an NBA game, you're gone. So what happens is the guys that stay in college. They're not, they're not like elite talent. Like North Carolina, they have that um, center named uh, Baycock, B-A-C-O-C, B-A-C-O-K, Baycock. He's, he already said he's coming back for his fifth year. Now, he's one of the better players in college, but he's not good enough for the NBA. Drew Timmy, the guy we talked about at Gonzaga, he's been in college four years. He's a great college player. He's not good enough for the NBA. So that's why you got this parity because you're getting some of these teams, you know, like – K-State maybe, or or even like a lesser team like Princeton or FDU. They're, they're getting players that have been in college for four or five years. A lot of them bounced around for three schools, right? Mm-hmm. So by the time, you know, by the time Iona gets them or St. John's gets them, they're, they've been in college for five years. They're not good enough for the NBA, but they're so experienced. So that's where I think you're getting the parity. And do you think the NIL helps too? Because even if you make a little money and you're a decent ball player, you just stay around and make a little money. You're not going to make the NBA, so you just yeah, keep staying. I don't think there's a lot of NIL money for the, these guys. I think that the the stars are getting that, but mm-hmm. I, I don't. Drew Timmy what, is Drew Timmy making NIL money? I, I mean, I, I mean, know. maybe even maybe even just like a, a hundred grand, fifty grand. Yeah, I mean they're they're going to make some of that, but that money is mostly in football. Like that's where that's where all those guys are making that money. But yeah, the NIL does help. I mean, Jim Beheim, who just retired at Syracuse, he refused to get involved in that. He said, he said, I don't want to buy players, and you know, and I mean, so like that's not going to work in this, you know, in the current environment with NCAA basketball. If you don't want to pay for players, or if you don't want to help them get NIL money. Well, then you're not going to have a good team. So I think that the administration at Syracuse was happy to see Bayheim go. Oh, yeah. Like I said, like I said, he was there 150 years, you know. I mean, Bayheim got to Syracuse when he was three years old. He got the get on campus. <laughs> he's, been, he's been there forever. He's been, <laughs> he's been there forever. I mean, played with But you know, he's perfect. he's perfect for upstate New York because they hate change. They, Tommy, they hate change up there, upstate yeah. New York. He's perfect. They go, yeah, the guy from Lions, New York. Let's just keep him forever. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, well, I, and, think, and, <laughs> well, I think that uh, I think that he's, uh, you know, they were happy to see him retire. I don't know if the administration 
And so as you just said, listen, you got to go. Like I, they probably just said, you got to go because, yeah. you know, they got some good players, but none of them stay because you don't want to pay anybody. Anyway. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. I think, I think, I mean, he, he did great. Let's face it. Like his first, um, that wasn't his first recruit, uh, Louis Orr, the Louis well, Bowie show. That was, a, that was his first big class, the Louis and Bowie show in the late yeah. 70s. Yeah, that was oh. great. You know, that was a great team. But uh, listen, Bayheim's first 40 years at Syracuse were great. His last, his last 30, not so good. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not so good. So that that's basically like a final sweaty thought, Jim Beheim. Yeah, there we go. I mean, I work I work Q's fans, but I'm I'm not like crazy Q's fan. I like UCLA too. Yeah, I'm like for you. Q's yeah. like is like my second team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't really care too much about them. Like you know, I, but UCLA is my team. So all right, so look, that was that was good. That was I think we got some great picks. And I think that's fantastic. So everybody, Barry D, Tommy T, Old Men in Sweats, go follow us, subscribe to us, watch and listen on your favorite platforms. There's all these platforms out there, like, you know, like, like, so just find one of them and go on it. And remember, all you people remember out there, we won't try harder next time. So don't even ask. Well, don't even ask. It's going to be a great, it's going to be a great Sweet 16. Check this show out tomorrow, Thursday. You get the you get the Thursday games in, and then we'll have a little abbreviated thing on Friday for okay, the for buddy. the for the four games on Friday. Hey yo! Put your hands together for old men and sweat. Old men and sweat. Put your hands together, y'all. We gonna have a good time tonight. Let's go! Let's go! It's old men and sweat.